What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. On today's episode, we go over the amazing footage coming out of Hawaii and then talk about getting into hiking. If you like what you hear, please give us a thumbs up and a review. And without further ado, um, hold on a second, Penis breath. Oh, hey, ooh, that is, oh, of course, That's some serious crackage going on. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it. And if it's caught on film. So, yep, there we go. I uh, yeah, no, no words. I don't. He probably can't hear us because his headphones are are connected. So, <laughs> yeah, time to charge. Listen, I was telling him Julian just got back from Puerto Rico and, and brought me back that. Oh, nice. Yeah, buddy. So he dropped it off for me today. Um, Joey, right, we're streaming Minecraft and we're filming a podcast all at the same time. So, oh baby, so yeah, nah, Joe, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna tell you, you know, we're recording here, we're we're live, and we just got some really epic plumber crack when you got up. We did. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Come on, the world deserved the world deserved it, Joe. That we the needed world. it right now. That was the, the moment we needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's National Popcorn Day, ladies and gentlemen, and we got some butt cleave. Nice, oh. Oh, dude. Could have been nipple. Could have been worse. Uh, could have been. Could have definitely been worse. Um, Take it easy, Janet Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, episode nineteen, right, guys? Uh, you know, thanks for jumping on. Uh, you know, strange day, National Popcorn Day, right? A lot of things going yeah. on in the world, um, and. You know, I got to be honest, I, I did follow pretty closely everything that was going on this weekend as far as uh, Jaws, right? Jaws, Waimea, oh. and Outer Reef. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, anyone who's into surfing in any way, shape, or form has probably already seen this. But, I mean, anyone who's anyone is out there trying their hand at this swell. And it is just, the footage is unbelievable. I yeah. mean, Joe's Joe's not really paying attention because he's playing Minecraft. Um, he's paying attention, <laughs> but you know, I, I, the other day I had to. I forget what we it was. It was Saturday, so it was the day of the big swell, and I was watching it. You know, while doing housework all day, and uh, you know, I they had a live stream of all the you know, different big spots, and uh, mostly YMA is what was playing. And I uh, I turned it off, and when Danielle came over, we you know made dinner, and we were watching a movie, and I was like hold on we, we need to we need to take a look at we'll see what's going on YMA right now so put YMA on and I'm trying to explain to her what it actually was going on on Saturday and I was like I swam in the beach break there when it was 10 foot or 10 to 15 foot YMA or where it first starts breaking and it was intense at at that size just to swim in the beach break and uh they, they the, the tower throws a whistle on whenever a set comes so that way everybody knows to get the hell out of the water or, uh, you know, at least get ready for the, for the bombs coming through. And uh, I, I can only imagine what it looked like in person at this size. Um, it was, it was thumping. I mean, I, I don't know what the official call was size wise, but uh, I know the swell uh, Billy Kemper said it was like 22 feet at like 17 seconds at, uh, at jaws, which usually I think I'm pretty sure that Oahu is open to a little, a uh, little less uh, open water swell. So it's gonna be a little smaller. But uh, it was it was a solid thirty five feet. If if they were able to run the Eddie this year, they would have run the Eddie contest. Um, wow. I think it would have been on the smaller side for Eddie, but it was it was still an Eddie 
contestable uh, conditions. Yeah, a couple um, guys said it's the biggest they've seen, or the best they've seen, I should say. Best. Yeah, wind was a big thing, right? Yeah. Well, they, you know, I had so, it was so, clean. Someone had posted that it was the biggest, and then someone else had posted that it wasn't the biggest, but it was the best that they have seen in their lifetime. And and I, I think there was yeah. one time when they ran the Eddie was better. There was yeah. that one time it was real big. The one, the time uh, Bruce and um, and company were getting barreled on the beach break. Remember they would ride all the way in, and then the reform they were tucking in on the beach break. Tucking in, yep, that was them. Yeah. That was a big day. Yeah, it was it was pretty incredible. And I, uh, you know, our, our boy who we always give a call out to, a shout out to uh, Ben Gravy. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll see his footage soon enough in the next few days. Surfing uh, he, with uh, he was surfing he, with, uh, he, Jamie O'Brien, and uh, they were at the Outer uh, Reefs, and I won't say which one it was, but I, I said to Joe right away in the text, I was like, I know, I know exactly where this is. Um, well, you yeah, saw the, pictures of Jamie's bomb, and, and Ben was out there. I mean, that 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 was. Big ups to him. I mean, well, he'll he posted was, some video of, of them surfing. He was he was um, surfing with Jamie O'Brien. So there there is some footage that's out there, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Gravy's podcast or vlog is going to post because that's some pretty crazy yeah, stuff. He's behind a few days. Yeah, so because he's, he's been in Hawaii. I think he's, he's like back. What they're doing, they're not back. They're, they're releasing all together. So the big swell day, Jamie and him are going to release something together. If you've been watching the vlogs, there hasn't been much surfing in it because he was out. But if you watch the beginning of his vlogs, but like he does like the intro clip, there's yeah. pictures of him getting bombs in Hawaii from the sea or there at pipe and out where they were. But quite impressive for him, man. Hitting scooting were out there. They were out there. That, yeah, know, skis. I mean, Will. Will was out there too. Yeah, I was quite shocked. Those quite jet shocked. skis going over the wave. That full send. I think I sent you the video, Brian. I don't know if I sent it to you, Joe. Up and over. Holy shit, man! Yeah, like, I saw that. Uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, a little closer to home, you know, I, I was looking at our good friends at Pro Surf Coaches right here in Jersey. They were posting about, you know, this weekend swell and they were out there with a bunch of guys yeah. that we know. Uh, looks like the Z boys got a little pitted <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, got a little bit too comfortable before eating it out there. Um, you know, not nearly anywhere as beautiful conditions as, as of course, Hawaii uh, to be expected, but definitely respectable for a, for a January day, early January day. Um, yeah, it was a... It was a solid swell, um, I, you know, for, for Jersey standards. Um, I think the, the wind kind of knocked it down a little bit. And uh, some of the, you know, we'll, we'll talk in counties here. Um, some of the northern Monmouth County area was, was more manageable than the, you know, some of the other areas. And I know it was bigger down south. Um, but, yeah, it looked like it was, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, guys were, were definitely uh, scoring if they uh, were at the right spot at the right time. But, yeah, it was good. It's good, solid swell. And uh, the Z-Boys, yeah. I, uh, looks like, uh, he went over the falls, I think. Actually, no, it wasn't him that went over the falls. Someone, someone, one of the photos went over the falls and then, uh, one of the Z boys, uh, ate it on the drop on one of his, his waves, but I, I know he was, he was charging that day. So uh, hey, that was a great shot, man. Stepping up. Yeah. Oh, yeah was, I love that. I was going to say that was him just like sliding right off the back of the board. I mean, yeah, he, mm-hmm. and the other photos, I mean, everyone wipes out, right? No, oh, not yeah. knocking on him at all, but like, man good for him he got out there it looked like he definitely got some nice waves um, as did everyone from you know our friends over there from Robbie down to Mike and of course the rest of the Z boys yeah solid of other Joe's- Jersey boys doing it out too in Hawaii did you see the picture Ryan Mack posted of um at pipe with what's his name 
that other Jersey Charger. Oh, it wasn't. It was uh, New York. It was ballroom. Ballroom. Yeah, ballroom. Oh my God, yeah. that wave he was in. I mean, New York and New Jersey are put put you know, stepping out up there charging the Hawaii. I mean, who would ever thought even, that? Even even Ryan Mack stepping up with the, the photo and video here, man. I, I like yeah. that. He, he does a good job putting stuff together. Yeah, he definitely yeah. has put some sick shots out since he's been there. Good sense of humor too, which is rare. Yeah. Yeah. quite impressive man to see it brian I, I got a comment number one like your beard from this angle looks fantastic <laughs> it looks nice, nice. And thick. yeah yeah not yeah. bad yeah starting nice, to come nice. in a little bit we're gonna yeah i like it i can't it grow is. a beard <laughs> it's definitely this the hacker side not the mccormick this side. Is, job. this is a no. year man like don't get me wrong i trim it but this is a year of growing it out like yeah so, you know you, you see what happens with me i i get get these um oop, i get these white trash patches like just like joe dirt like i'll have some hair here and bald here like bald here i mean well, i mean right. i rock it what are you gonna do all right why not this is uh two and a half weeks today oh, you're just a manly man manly man, man. man. it took this many is, years to be grown in at all though this is four honest. weeks of no shaving right here crush the game Joe, what, what, what's going on with your mullet, man? I know we we have to talk about this because you know your season's coming up. Before we pivot into what we were what we're going to talk about hiking, you know your season's coming up. I, I thought you were going to go completely whiskey tango with the mullet, the rat tail, one or the other, and then of course your whiskey tango mustache. So can we expect well, that for this year's season? Maybe the mustache. I think the mullet's going to stay. I haven't cut it since I got a fourth place finish in the tournament. So nice. Some good I'm just, here. just letting it go. You know, I might have to get the dead ends trimmed a little bit because it's curling like a bro bra, and I just want it kind of straight. Yeah, kind of like I a like Seth Felder type of deal. I like it. If you haven't seen Seth's hair, you need to check that out. It's pretty badass. Or my Matt Robinson's hair. You know, kind of going yeah. with that trend. Just real nice, real nice mullet. I love it. No, it like makes it's perfect pretty sweet. Sense. Mullet's coming back, man. I, a friend of ours who's part of the surf group, he posted a photo of his son, and he's got a mullet going. And this is a high school kid. So, you know, everything's cyclical. Everything's coming back. I mean, unfortunately, I will not be rocking the oh, mullet yeah. anytime soon. Um, maybe I will. No, I won't, <laughs> I won't be rocking the mullet anytime soon. <laughs> you you but, need to rock the mullet. <laughs> Keep the back long. Please do it. Nothing on top. You would win money. I like it. I like it. I mean, check out this dude. Ooh, I mean, that's that's the mullet right there, boys. Wow! Oh, it's Man, all in the back. That's I like can Joe's, man bun it. I can do all the above. Live it's Joe, circa ninety-five. Yeah, oh, it, it, it's down to my. I mean, I can ponytail it like a like a man bun, like no tomorrow. Nice. See, my hair was way too curly to let it go that way. It would literally yeah. just start poofing out. And I mean, I would try straightening it. I would do everything I could. I would comb it and just finally was like, I'm done with this crap. Like, and I was losing it. So it was like time to shave it. You just got to let the back grow. I mean, that's it. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I got plenty of hair back there. I, I could definitely. We just got to let it go. You know, I, I mean, make a fashion statement. Listen, if I ever join the Pro Bass Tour, I will grow a mullet. I promise. And I will shave everything but my mustache. I mean, I'll try to grow a mustache for you guys. You can see how it turns out. But. Be glorious. Remember, the, the, I think it was the first time I went to Costa Rica. We all grew mustaches, the entire yeah, group. Did. It was like, let's let's see you grow the worst mustache. And some of the best 
surf video footage of all time homemade from the original gopro gopro one and uh we all had these these awful like you know these 70s stashes going on and uh it was it was hilarious gene had the the straight shot with the handlebar yes yes money. i know the we video actually, you're talking about we got stopped at the uh at customs because because uh, none of our uh no, because none of our uh, our faces looked like our uh, passports. Did you tell me you're offering free mustache rides? <laughs> they looked at the passports like, who is this? It was like, you know, all clean shaven. And then, you know, everyone's got a mustache in there when they're in person. It's so funny. Hey, I look just like I do on my passport. And every time I've ever gone through airport security, I basically get frisked and like oh. cavity searched. Like, it's just... Yeah. I don't know what it is. In, 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 no, but no, I will no, say, either. like, the past, like, two times we've gone flying, of course, before everything going on in the world, yeah. I, I went through fine. But, like, I have literally, I've been held at gunpoint at airports for various reasons, and it's never anything that I've done wrong. Uh, traveling's no, always course. fun. Traveling's yeah, always fun. It's a trip. I'm like, who has my name and who is using it for nefarious bad things right like yeah, who knows yeah, okay yeah, there you go there you i got go. stopped back from the way from mexico for like two hours that, that was fun wow well, they well, went through everything yeah i had nothing to hide no never did not nothing to hide so, yeah it's uh, i mean traveling is intense and i mean i like i said i've been stopped uh in foreign countries with you know their border guard and everything like that with their guns and that you, you do not want to be in a situation and like you don't that. want to pet their dogs either because i made that mistake in the dominicans <laughs> <laughs> i really did because like, no did. petting the dog he's like an ak-47 like okay oh uh, no don't do that no i did that that was bad bad, bad, bad idea well, we'll we'll get into some more travel stories in a, a later episode, but um, you know, I think you know, watching everything going on in Hawaii, I was thinking really, you know, it is cold here. We do not have any snow in Jersey, and it's freaking killing me. Um, I think snow is coming, hopefully in the next week or two. Uh, looks like that, but you know, we did have a few flurries in the past few days here, but it's not cold enough to really ice fish. It's not warm enough to really fish, right? Like it is, it's frigid. Um, it's just a weird month so far. So it got me thinking, right? Like you got to get out of the house. And, you know, I've done maybe two quick local hikes here in Jersey, um, pretty close to the home, staying close to home with everything going on. And, you know, hiking is really the, what is the word I would use here, right? Uh, it has the lowest cost of entry of any outdoor activity, right? Um, I mean, we've been hiking, Brian, and outdoor camping for, I mean, as long as I can remember, right? Um, so, you know, I figured it was a good topic to talk about because a lot of people know about hiking. A lot of people think that they need to go out and spend all this money in order to get into a, an outdoor activity. Um, and, you know, if you look at old pictures of, of guys and, and gals in the olden days out in the middle of the woods hiking and camping and, you know, basically a, an old pair of boots dungarees and a in a jacket i mean you you can you can do it depending upon where you are i wouldn't necessarily recommend it uh if you're in some really cold climates and whatnot but um you really don't need much to get into hiking i mean there's lists online that you can look at that will tell you everything you should bring with you in a perfect world but we really don't have places like that here in New Jersey, or at least in this area of New Jersey that we live in, if you go further west, yes, that you need to bring a laundry list of things. Um, so I'm going to toss it to Brian for a second. I, and, you know, Brian, I, I, 
you former boy scout right <laughs> um you, yeah, you've had he went a, to the camp in maryland yeah he went to the camp in maryland um and he did some snow camping um i yeah. and that didn't go so well um snow camping went well well didn't you forget your sleeping bag young man <laughs> no 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 that was a, a fishing trip actually oh was it <laughs> yeah it's sandy hook the snow camping they, they they told you not to bring anything other than a sleeping bag so a sleeping bag and uh and a pad to sleep on and that was it and you had to build your own shelter but uh yeah it, it, the one i f- forgot my i forgot my sleeping bag uh we were it was a fishing trip to sandy hook and it was i remember it was such a uh funny day i, I was actually still playing baseball at that point so i must have been you know one of my last years doing boy scouts it was like middle school and uh i was playing fall ball and it had to be late september early october and uh, it was still pretty chilly out and i pitched a game and uh it was a big really really good game i think i had a shutout and i got that game winning ball and um and everything but um that night i my mom drove me down to uh to sandy hook to drop me off to go on this overnight camp and i was to go fishing it was, it was gonna be a lot of fun i didn't check my bag it's like number one role in your boys guys is be prepared and you know double check all your shit and guess what i didn't do yeah so it was a cold night but i had the, the space blanket and you know made do it was what it was but well i know you know you and i having spent a lot of time out in the western part of new jersey close to the gap um you know when we go fishing it's not but you know i'll say roadside fishing is that the right way of putting it um so like i liken a lot of our fishing activities to be directly in line with hiking because we are hiking into places um you know we tend to bring everything that we need just in case you get you know stuck out there but you know keep in mind you know there are hiking trails super close to home i mean within i'll say 10 miles of my house right here i probably have you know, a good 30 or so different types of areas that you can hike on. And that's hundreds of trails. And it's everything from small mile, you know, mile long trails to, you know, some pretty long or can be long trails, uh, depending upon how, what you want to do with it. Um, But, you know, I I was doing a little bit of research, you know, hopping into this. And I said, you know, like, I know what I bring because I I create lists and, you know, we've always done that, right? We, We share them as we're doing camping trips and everything like that. But um, I wanted to see, like, what is what is the recommendation for, for winter hiking, right? Because, you know, Don and I went hiking. It was pretty freaking cold, right? Um, you know, we did three miles, which isn't, in my opinion, anything that's too too lofty of a goal. This, you know, I, I think a couple weeks ago, if anyone's seen the YouTube video, you know, I went up to the, the gap and we did a trail and it was, we wound up just shy of 10 miles. So that's a little bit more extended. And I also didn't bring all these things that are on the Appalachian Mountain Club's um, <laughs> um, winter conditions gear checklist. And I, I'm kind of, I kind of have a love hate with things, right? Like I'm a minimalist. I think you're a little bit of a minimalist. Like I like to do things that kind of double for other things, but I also like to be prepared just in case things happen. Right. Um, and we've seen people and we've had to rescue people. We'll say quote, air quote, um, you know, that we've seen out in the wilds that are wearing flip-flops that are completely lost. Um, I'll tell a story about that in a minute, but you know, Appalachian mountain club recommends, of course, your, it says no checklist is infallible before you head on an adventure It is important to check the weather, prepare for worst possible conditions and make a plan based on your personal and your group's abilities in mind. Um, I think 
every time that I've ever had to intercede on someone who's been out there, it's been because they didn't know their own abilities, right? Um, and I, we'll just leave it at that. Um, but of course, you know, you have your day pack and backpack, a waterproof pack cover. I, I yeah, I I don't know. In 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 a perfect world, sure. High energy food and snacks always have snacks and food, right? Water at least two quarts per person. I am a huge drinker. I'm always drinking water, so always bring it. It says water bottles and an insulation system. Okay. Drink mixes for hot drinks on the trail. Once again, not always necessary. Water treatment system. It depends where you're going, right? A trowel. Toilet paper, I always bring. Hand sanitizer, always bring. Resealable double bags, plastic for toilet paper. Sunscreen, lip balm. Sunglasses or ski goggles. First aid kit, always a must. Personal medication, for example, an inhaler for asthma or an EpiPen for allergies. Or a pair kit, including a knife, multi-tool, and duct tape. I have some interesting things that I do with duct tape is I take an old like Visa gift card, for example, and I'll wrap some... Um, duct tape around that. And then what that does is that I don't have to bring a huge roll. It's I have maybe a good like 15 feet of, you know, duct tape wrapped up in something that's the size of a credit card, just a little thicker. Um, headlamp with flashlights and extra batteries. I always carry a headlamp. I always test a headlamp. I don't bring extra batteries. Lighter or matches, I bring a fire stick, right? So we're, um, Fire starter whistle, mirror, route description, guidebook, trail map, eh. compass, yes, trip itinerary, <laughs> and, and the list goes on and on. And I, you know, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, okay, so watch cell phone camera with extra batteries. You don't need a camera. Okay, your cell phone can double as that. I always bring a cell phone with me just in case. This sounds like more like a vacation list. Like, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> this is like That's, a back. This is not survival, really, is it? I mean, that would right. supposed. Well, that's kind of what. I, I, that's why I said, See, like, I have a love hate with it. I don't think that that's really completely no. necessary. And I think it puts people in a bad position to think that they need to go out and spend hundreds, yes. if not thousands of dollars. Cause they're like, okay, here you go. Insulating levels, layers, fleece, fleece down, synthetic insulation, jacket, vest, pants, synthetic or wool, long pants, wicking base layers, top and bottom, wicking synthetic wool or silk underwear. Um, wind and rain gear, synthetic or wool hat, face mask or baklava. Okay, like, like, once again, like we just said, like, in a perfect world, you're not, you should not wear cotton when you're out hiking, camping, especially if you're dry. Out, it doesn't dry. But, but guess what, you can do it. If you don't have dry wicking stuff, like, and then you're not hiking out in like, Colorado, where you can get stuck on top of a mountain, like, you'll be okay. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I've gone hiking many a times wearing cotton and it, it just, once again, small hikes. I'm not worried first, about that. First 25 years of my life, I did it. Right. I have, have a buddy who's survivorless and like, he like, basically what they did, they, you know, they bought a waterproof bag, like a backpack that's made for survivorless stuff and basically fill that bag with what you need and that's it. That's what they go by and all that stuff in there kind of covers all those grounds kind of in a way, but yeah. that, that list is a little excessive, you know, well, just they, imagine they basically what have stuff to keep way. warm, canvas. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to dry, you know, fire starter, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's a game of pounds. And, you know, I remember, you know, when I used to do a lot more backpacking, at least 
it was always, you know, you always worried about keeping your, your poundage down. So like, you know, water's always going to be the heaviest part. So, you know, let's say, let's say you take a light, uh, like a day pack and most day packs have a slot on each side for your, for your water, you know, your water bottles. And I forget the ounces of water that your big analogies are Mike, but mine are 32. So 32 on each side that right there is, uh, what is it? Pound per, per ounce or something like that. Isn't that what it works out to be? Off the top of my head. I don't I forget. Look it up, but that's going to be most of your weight. And then all that other stuff that's on that list, like we're, we're talking right now already without clothes or, or water, we're talking close to 30 pounds worth of weight. And that's for a normal person to just go hiking with was, you know, like, let's face it. Most people that are going to go for a day hike, you're doing a three mile loop. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, if you're going out in the wild, why the, f- the hell do you need a camera? Like, yeah. like some of that stuff on that list is like, what? gonna take pictures of you dying and, and make a movie like that kid who went to alaska with no experience and now hailed as a hero like yeah. dude if that if i would have knew that kid and he told me like i'm going to alaska i don't know how to kill anything or process it i just said you're gonna die like sorry i mean great, great story but he ate poison Mary right i mean he seemed like a really that. good guy but you know right. it's a tra- it's a tragedy that, that it is it is a tra- Christmas tragedy don't you you know when when you're when you you shouldn't push the bounds of what you know like yes thank you that's exactly what it was i was saying i'm not going to go to the surfboard and hop in jaws and be like (laughs) guess what's going to happen i'm going to drown surprise well you you know i you know that's the first level there right is like you know bring what you need and, you know, right here, right, REI.com, you know, the 10 essentials start by making sure you're carrying the 10 essentials. This is a collection of gear and clothing that hikers should carry whenever they step on a trail. The collection includes things for navigation, absolutely, some protection, yes, yes. yes. insulation, illumination, first aid, fire repairs, nutrition, hydration, and emergency shelter. I, you know, I think emergency shelter, I probably... Th- don't usually bring with me, but everything else I hit on, right? Like I never walk onto a trail. I mean, this is New Jersey. You can't walk around with a gun, um, even when you're out hiking or camping or whatever, but like always bring a knife, like whether it be my Leatherman or, you know, one of my other, you know, blades that I have. Um, Mm -hmm. And that accident, and usually I bring both quite honestly, because Leatherman is invaluable in my opinion. Um. But, you know, it, it, that just really made me laugh that it was like you, you have this huge list of things that if, if I didn't know anything about the outdoors, I would look at that and I would say, holy cow, like, I'm never going to get into this. Like, I need to go out and buy yeah. all this. I need a, you know, yes, I, I have a whistle because it's on my backpack and it's built into my, you know, my chest strap. Like, okay, I don't have a mirror. Why? But why am I bringing a mirror? You know what I mean? But I also am a big proponent of, you know, I have trail guides, right? I have maps. I have physical maps. I have them behind me here, like of pretty much all the local places that we've ever fished, place that we go hiking, and it's a physical mm-hmm. map. But I also have apps for that. I mean, your phone is great for that, but your phone dies. So, you know, you kind of have that balance, right? Like where you have to say, yeah. okay, you need to be have a life offline as well as, um, you know, the online versions. Now, one of the other things that I get asked a lot and this is you know through social media is is michael you know that place looks great where you know where is that you know can you tell me you know what to do where to go and that's from fishing to hiking um but specifically fishing uh and hiking it's um 
always an interesting conversation. Fishing, I, you know, if you're a close friend of mine, I will kind of point you in the right direction to some places. Um, I'm not going to point you in the directions to all the places I go to, right? Um, Got to learn. Got to learn yeah. on your own, boy. Got to learn on your own. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of when hiking or when looking for trails, I Google it, right? Like it, this is not secret information. It's out there and you do the same thing. I know you and I will, will go on Google if like we're looking for a trail near a, a brook or a river and you find out, okay, yeah. this is the easiest way to get the thing. The information is out there. So, you know, there's like newjerseyhiking.com. There's a bunch of different sites here in New Jersey and I'm sure they have them in every state where you can go on there and they will literally give you step-by-step -step on how to get their GPS coordinates to a parking lot and then, you know, where the trail systems are. You can print that out. A lot of places used to, if used to is the operative word here, have trail maps at the beginning or trailheads. Um, and those were great assets. Um, but that does not solve the overall issue that you're going to run into when you get out there, right? So, you know, if, case in point, I had a, a girl that I used to go to school with um, back in high school. She messaged me about this mountain that I used to go to and I would trail run. I, I knew this mountain like the back of my head, right? Like I think you and I, Brian, we've had this places that we've been to that you could almost blindfold us and we would know our way around right yeah. so this is yeah. one of those places for me um it is you know i used to go up there and trail run i would bring you know roseanne and kenny's dog jack up there and we would go walking and stuff like that um very well versed in it so this girl messaged me on one of my stories and goes you know oh my gosh where is that you know it's so nice and you know i, I would love to go i want to bring my dogs up there my friend and her dogs up there to go walk so I told her and I said, look, this is it. Like, it's a vast area, quite honestly, like it's a mountain, like you have trails running in every which direction. Like there's a trail map there, but here's a link to the trail map on the, you know, the website for it. Um, download that and just highlight it. Make sure you're, you know, that's it. It's a nice, easy trail in my opinion, right? Like I never have a problem. I'm trail running it. It's not horrendous. Um, and, you know, she, she goes like the next weekend and she calls me like, a couple of days later and goes, you know, she's like, oh my God, I got so lost. We, we did not, you know, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I'm in the middle of the mountain, nowhere near any trails. <laughs> and she was out there hiking from 8am until dark and somehow finds her way to the road by accident. And her phone was dead. I guess she like, couldn't like, you know, do she's anything. Panicking. Yeah, panicking. So she's probably, right. she's probably up playing on her phone trying to figure out where she was, but you're not getting GPS signal out there. Right. So she, you know, she gets lost, finds her way to this road. Luckily, someone stops and is like, well, you're like five miles from the parking lot. Let me drive you down there. Drove the one girl down there to get the car and came back for them. So she's like, you know, what did I do wrong? And I said, well, I mean, when you're out in the wilds, I mean, what's the first thing that you, you do, Brian, when you're when you're hiking? Right. What do you mean? I, well, me, I, I you're paying my, attention. My, yeah, you pay attention. You bring your trail map just in case. But at every at every in every national park or every state park, you know, even down to the state level, um, there's what they call trailblazes. And all you have to do is pay attention. And basically, the trailblaze is going to have a symbol. Usually, it's a, a diamond. And on every few trees, for an in view from every diamond is the next diamond. It's the next trailblaze they call it. In, in and theory. let's say, in theory. Now, if it splits to the right, there's going to be two. There's going to be one, two. And the second one's going the direction that it's going in. But people don't pay attention to that. And they think, oh, I'm in the woods. This is great. Nothing can happen. I'm in New Jersey, densely populated. And let's face it, people get lost.
Right. And, and that's, but you know, that there's, there's a saying, it's an acronym, it's STOP, right? Stop. It's stop, think, observe, and plan. So if you think mm-hmm. you're lost, follow those steps. And what I do is, you know, we all kind of, as you're hiking along, sometimes you lose track of where you're going. I mean, oh, I, yeah. when we were up in um, a trail, not too far from here, like the trailblazers just disappeared. Like there, the uh, trees had come down, mm-hmm. I guess, and had uh, obscured or had, you know, some of them had fallen, I guess, and uh, time had washed some away maybe. Um, so what do you do? You kind of stop for a second because I was paying attention obviously and I'm looking for the next one every time I'm moving and I'm like okay well it's been few too many steps for me to be happy with the fact that I haven't seen another blaze so something else is going on here right yeah so you backtrack right you start to say okay well where did I just walk up from let me go back to the last known blaze that it was and because I was paying attention that wasn't far I mean that was like maybe like 10, 15 yards, walked back 10, 15 yards, got to the blaze. And I stood there for a minute and oriented myself and said, okay, well, logically, it looks like the trail's going this way, but you know, with the storms and everything like that, it could have just been water running down the mountain that had caused this. So let's, let's look, is there anything else that looks like a logical path that could have been and kind of look around and sure enough, that's what it was. You catch the next blaze that, you know, was maybe, two blazes ahead of where you were and from paying attention and looking you see it um but that's not always the case and i you know i'm i'm a bushwhacker i know you you kind of are as well we i I have good i just run wild through the woods that's what i do i well we know i see i know how to tell northwest east south you know just by being out there so right i know i'm running north i want to run back south or uh, i'm a wild man out there Generally speaking, too, if you grew up in the woods, you have some level of survivalist instinct and training. So, like, if we got in trouble in the woods when we're, you know, bushwhacking, like, we knew, we know what. I'm not going to say it on here because I don't want people to get themselves in trouble in the woods, our <laughs> listeners. But we know what what signs to follow in nature, naturally occurring, that's going to lead us back to, you know, let's say, uh, you know, somewhere we would know where to be. You know, back right. to a road, back to civilization. Because in reality, all nature kind of in you know the U.S. at least, there's certain signs you could follow that would lead you back to, to a road or you know back to civilization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, you, people can get themselves in trouble, but if if you you know let's face it, people you can you can everyone is listening or listening, you you can you know attend a digital you know outdoor training seminar and they're going to teach yeah. you how to how to survive to a basic level. And, 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 you know, we're not advocating like what I do, no. I would not recommend anyone else do, especially mm-hmm. if you're getting into it, uh, you know, like stick on the trail, follow where you, you're going. Once again, a lot of these places that I go, like I've been going to for the past 20 plus years. So I know it very, very well. And, yeah. you know, when we're following rivers, we're following rivers. So we know, we're, you know, upstream, downstream, it's a little bit easier for us to mm-hmm. orient as well. Um, so, you know, go online, find a nice, easy trail. If you're trying to get into it, um, you know, you don't have to worry about going out and buying all this fancy equipment. I do ask that if you do go out there, do not wear flip-flops, right? Um, if you do get lost, don't hesitate to ask someone that you see. Joe, Joe loves wearing flip-flops. Yeah. I mean, it, once the weather's any but close to warm, I got flops on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm one of those firm believers, just be barefoot all the time. Like those crazy guys are <laughs> running the woods with no shoes on. <laughs> then again, I am a wild man and kind of go. That's how you ran into Sasquatch, isn't it? 
in, no, uh, we were driving. Game. We were oh. actually driving. But you were barefoot. Uh, I would probably <laughs> say that's 100% correct. I was driving. <laughs> of course. Oh, um, man. That's a story for another time. But, you know, I, I think, you know, that even though it's cold out, you can get outside, right? And, I, you know, I think it's good for your mental health. You, you need to experience the sunshine. You need to experience the, the world outside of your four walls, right? Um, unplug a little bit, get outdoors. Even if it's just your local park, get outside and see nature, right? You'll see things that you don't believe. And absolute true story. I posted it on my Instagram page. Um, you never know what's happening around you if you're not paying attention. Case in point, my wife was walking up the sidewalk and, you know, I was right inside in the kitchen. I had no idea there was a, a sharp shinned hawk right outside the window sitting on the fence. And she walked by, she like happened upon the thing. So nature is amazing. Wild is amazing. Just get outside and enjoy it. Um, but be, but be smart, be safe. And if you have questions, you know, Hit up cousin Joe. Just don't listen to him about. Don't listen to me. Hit up, hit, hit up Brian. Probably, <laughs> he, he was the, the all American Eagle Scout almost. Oh yeah, except, except for. Well, the don't listen to what I tell you because I just I, I go by the beat of my own drum. Which That's for sure. Probably wrong ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, makes for fun time. It always does for sure. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, if you if you like what you heard today, guys, you know, please leave us a message on Anchor. Um, you know, we can definitely play it in the next one. You know, leave us a review, um, and you know, please follow us all on uh, social media. We did create a Gab account this week. Uh, not very active on there yet, um, but we're trying to try different social media platforms and, and interact with our listeners in some way, shape, or form. Um, but you know, we appreciate you all, and uh, guys, I appreciate you jumping on. Anytime. Later, brothers. Adios, boys. Later. Later. All right, so that was the Hacker Outdoors podcast with Brian Hacker and Joey McCormick. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating on whatever platform you are listening to or watching this on. Please check the show notes for some links about the topics we discussed today. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.